Hi, welcome to This Is Your Book Club podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. Welcome back. Happy to be here. Right? Post-Thanksgiving. Well, we're a couple of weeks out now. Yes. Post-vacation. Post-vacation so is more of what like it. We haven't seen each other in two weeks. I know. That's unusual. I know. And so there was there's while. lots to say. Sarah had a nice warm vacation. Jamie had a cool, cold one. <laughs> Very cold vacation. So we've been on different ends of the... Yes continent but and doing very different things which yeah. both were fine it's like okay now i need to swap and do yeah. that yeah right well to each their own vacation right yeah a little I bit w- of everything. i wish i had more time to do all the things more vacationing yeah oh. it's really great yeah but back to the real world good to be back talking books yes and funny q a's which is what <laughs> we got today one. yes q a for you today and before that um, a fun fact. Love our fun facts. So our 12th and final book of our book club year is what? Under the Whispering Door by T.J. Clune. So fun. Right? Exciting. Very mm-hmm. exciting. Mm-hmm. So I introduced you last week to DJ T.J. Clune. And I just found this little, um, I think it talked last week that he's his first he started writing when he was eight, but this got a little bit more specific into what he wrote when he was eight. So it says here that he picked up a pen and paper and began to write his first story, which turned out to be his own sweeping epic version of the video game Super Metroid. He didn't think the game ended very well and wanted to offer his own take on it. He never heard back from the video game company, much to his chagrin. Oh my goodness, that is crazy. That is like I don't like the way this ends. I'm just going to rewrite it. Let me tell and you send what it to the video happen. game company. Isn't that hilarious? That's awesome. I love that you that 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 minds work like that. I would have never yes. thought. I would have been like, huh? I just didn't like the way that ended. Like what? I can come up with like, my own ending. Wait, yeah, I can that create a different me. ending. Yes. And yes. then try to pitch it to the video game company. <laughs> well, it's way already kind of done. Yeah. I don't know how you change. So it's still to go to that effort two, of doing that. Yeah. There you go. Could have, yeah. Very but good. to have written it and to thought, okay, I can do this better. Ah, right? I love it. That good is job. cool. Yeah. yeah. So that's... Way to go, TJ. Clint. That was his eight-year-old writing. I, I love, love that it. so I much. Too. Foster young minds. Absolutely. Very good. I would good. love to see more of that. That is one of the things in kindergarten when we say, like when we're reading and we're doing comprehension exercises and we'll say, if there was another page in the book, what would happen? And it's oh. some kids cannot. They're like, well, there's not another page in the book. Like, it's so abstract to them. They're like, well, the, the book is over. Nothing happened. But if there was one more page, what would you have happened next? And some kids can do it and some kids can't. Isn't it's interesting. That interesting. Yeah. So. I always want there to be another page. Like, I right. feel like Come it's on, very, very rare for me to be like, yes, I am done. I feel like, satisfied with done. the yeah. ending here. I agree. Especially a good book. A good book, I'm like, no. Like, you just never want him to end. Right. You want to live with those characters. I love that. So. Very cool. Yeah. All right. How about some questions today? Silly questions. I got a good one for you, Jamie. Okay. Have you ever dropped food on the floor accidentally and picked it up to eat it? Oh, my gosh. You're lying if you say no. Right. We all have. How do you feel about the five-second rule? I feel it's totally legit. (laughs) 
I mean, I don't know scientifically, but yes, that I, makes my brain feel well, fine about eating the food. Yes, scientifically, I have no idea, but in my head, it's fine. And um, also in my head is food is more important. <laughs> I just love food. Well, well I don't want to sacrifice my food no. because I think some germs are on it. I'm going right. to look at that as like, I'm building my immune system there we and go. not wasting food. I might use that excuse on too many occasions, but yes. I like, especially like my, I have a four year old and she drops everything. And if we didn't eat things that she dropped, if she didn't eat the yeah. things she dropped, the, like, she would be starving. Yeah. Like that's how that's much how she drops. Now, I guess there's certain locations where I'd be like, that's a goner. Yeah, that's true. That's at true. my house. Pick it up and eat it. Pick it up. And, yeah. I know what's yep. on our floor. Yep. Well, it's gross. I will even say, like I said, we traveled last week. Yeah. We were at the airport. She dropped. She just, she had some fruit snacks on her, you know, yeah. napkin on her, in front of her. And she kept just dropping the fruit. And we were chucking them because it was the airport. The airport. Gross. And finally, inner- I was like, eat it. So just- she maybe did eat fruit snacks from the airport floor. But she's still here with us today. Right. She and seems okay. She's building her immune system. You I have to do that. There's as a another topper. fine line between, um, and especially because of the pandemic, we're even more aware and sanitizing so much more. We're also killing good bacteria. Yeah. And we're uh, postponing, we're what's to our immune system, the ability yeah. to build a stronger immune system. Yeah. We're My, just cr- making ourselves more susceptible. Yes. My second oldest ate everything. He put everything in his mouth. Yeah. We'd be at a playground and he'd pick up an old sucker off the ground and put it in his mouth. He was like, no, everything it was too late. <laughs> went in this kid's mouth. Every, he was licking the walls on places oh, and the playlands and every, like that was a sensory for him was he wanted to Feel it explore things with his mouth. And every, like I was like gagging gross at some of the things he, oh, yeah. I, I could tell you some stories. However, that kid was, he is never sick. He's my healthiest kid. Isn't that interesting? He has an amazing immune system. Yeah. He is healthy, healthy, healthy. Yeah. But he's had some super nasty things in the, his mouth. Okay, then I feel so fine about the So there's a line floor. between getting some serious <laughs> gross diseases and a strong immune system. Yeah, I do agree with that. Because I do think it's interesting. Like, I have... This isn't new. I have five kids. Four of them are super close together. And when you are managing four littles, like all in a public space, it is impossible to like keep them all sanitary all of the time. Like you do your best. You do your best. Yes. But you just can't possibly do it. And so I would watch other moms who maybe didn't have as many to keep, you know, children to keep their eyes on. And so they were much more vigilant and able to keep them extra, extra clean. But I will say once they got into school, those kids caught every cold that passed through. And my kids never, my kids still, they do yeah. not get, like, it's very, very, un- I shouldn't say never, but it's super uncommon for my kids to have a sick day from school. Like, yeah. they just don't. Yeah. They're so just, there are some good things that came out of my inability to, to sanitize keep them all everything. Sanitized. <laughs> right. Well, good. Yeah. Good question. Good start. Yes. Okay. Sarah, how many times a day do you check yourself? In front of the mirror. Oh, you know, I've never counted. I don't like, like purposefully go and like, oh, I'm just going to go freshen up. Like that kind of a check in the mirror. I'd say just glance, glance. 
Yeah. Well, I'm not like in front of a mirror all too often. I not very not very many. Like I'm in yeah. a hurry. I might like coming out of the bathroom glance as I walk yeah. by. It never brings me to a halt that I'm like adjusting. It's yes. like, oh, there I am. Yep. Oh, I might like brush my hand through my hair, but I'm not like I, I generally don't have a lot of time. I'm nor do I really care. Yeah. I'm beyond right. like I get, if I cared enough, I'd give it more time maybe. in the morning. Yeah. I get myself ready. Yes, I get ready. Brush yes. my teeth, comb my hair. That happens in front some of days the some makeup. Today, no. Like, you know, that's right. a that's dependent on how many minutes more I can sleep in bed. Like yeah. I I balance out what kind of a morning it is. Today was a lay in bed for ten more minutes and no makeup day. So yeah. but I did look at myself and made sure my face was clean, brush my teeth, comb my hair. Uh, I'm not a slop, but I'm also not very picky or it's not high, am I? I want to look yeah, nice, yeah, and presentable, absolutely. Um, but I also can't give it like a hun- a huge effort. Makeup to me is not a presentable or not presentable level. Like yeah. I will leave the house without makeup on, and some people don't, and that's okay too. But to me, yeah. that's not a. It's presentable to me as a clean face and brushed teeth. And some combed hair doesn't have to be done. That's enough for me. Just did you that play? I did something. Yes. Mine might be like put a brush through it, throw it in a ponytail. Yes, like mine is short. So like yeah. I'll check the back to see if it's got like a funky, yes, weird slept on it funny thing right. going on. Yes, that I might have to quickly fix. But mostly I don't. That doesn't happen very often. So I can yeah. like comb it and good to go. If yeah. it's greasy, oh shoot, it's been a day or two. Some dry I shampoo. Might, yeah, I might spray <laughs> in some stuff. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Like good to I go. like what is the bare minimum I have to pull off my that's, day today. That's how I function. And then if I'm going to go look in the mirror, get the I don't ever purposely go in to look in a mirror, but No, no, me either. When I'm in the bathroom and wash my hands, I'll glance in the mirror and make sure everything's still in place. Yeah, right? My hair's curly, so it's fuzzy all the time, and so there's always wisps fly-aways. and flyaways and stuff, and so if I'm washing my hands, I'll wet down my flyaways a little but just a little something 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 yeah that's it it. very good maybe again as i brush my teeth before i go to bed if i brush my teeth before i go to bed you know i try to remember i don't always some days i'm super tired yeah like i don't know it's just like even wash my face do you wash your face before you go to bed at night this is a very good question i have this thought do does normal people do normal. normal people wash their face every single night because I don't. I don't either. Okay. I know that I probably should. I should. But like, what does that entail? And like, what products am I supposed to be using because I don't have the energy or the will right. to go research that? Just tell me what I need. Yeah. And and, and it has to be easy. Thing? Because I'm tired. I'm tired. And honestly, like, I barely, I never wash my face. Like, I don't even get it wet. Brush yeah. my teeth, go to bed. Okay, I'm in bed. And I wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh no, there's mascara under my eyes. Yeah. So I hurry and we'll get that out oh. from under my eyes. But it's not like I'm like wiping down my whole face. No, I'm just cleaning up under my Underneath eyes. Underneath your eyes. I am really, so I don't have a skincare routine Neither at all. Neither do I. At all. And I maybe should. I'm getting older and I need to take better care Same of it. Same here, but. 
I don't have the energy. Habits are in place. <laughs> yeah, that's a fair. So a fair what point do too. I do? Someone I just know. tell us what to do. If you have a great like, easy routine, tell me what I can order on Amazon. That's <laughs> not a fortune. <laughs> that's not a fortune. It's not a hundred dollars for one basic ru- easy routine. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. That would be great. Thanks. Okay, Jamie, are you ready? I'm ready. Why do you have to put your two cents in when it's really only a penny for your thoughts? That is good. (laughs) I had never thought of that before because I do use both phrases like occasionally. Yeah. I'll be like to my kids, it's not uncommon, you know, penny for your thoughts. I'd have to say that one's more rare for me. I'd say, what's your two cents? Like, give me your two cents on that. But a penny for your thoughts. I'm asking yeah. for twice as much. Inflation. That's why. Inflation. But, like, I, I also will, like, give my opinion on something and be like, well, that's just my two cents. Yeah. You're, because your two cents is worth more than their <laughs> thoughts. <laughs> I'm actually gifting you. Yes. My two cents. Absolutely. They're making money off of you. <laughs> that's how important my mm. thoughts are. Yes. It's a good deal. Is it so a good someone, deal? I think I someone know. else's thoughts are only worth a penny. I kind of want to know. my thoughts are worth yeah. two. I want to know the origin of this phrase. I don't know, actually. Because, you know, when, like, my kids are just kind of off thinking, you know, I'll be like, we're riding in the car. And they're just kind of quiet. It's like, what are you thinking? Yeah. There's moments that well, we have. Like I you know, penny for your thoughts. And, and it's, I do say, you know, but I've never, ever correlated that. Okay. Well, here is from grammarist.com. A penny for your thoughts is an idiom that goes back hundreds of years. An idiom is a word, group of words or phrases that has a figurative meaning that is not easily deduced from its literal definition. Thank you for (laughs) <laughs> the definition of an idiom. Uh, 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 the phrase a penny for your thoughts goes back at least to 1522 when it was published in the work Four Last Things by Sir Thomas More. As it often happeth that the very face showeth the mind walking a pilgrimage in such wise that, not without some note and reproach of such vagrant mind, other folks suddenly say to them, a penny for your thought. The phrase was surely known before this time, but was not popularized until it appeared in the Proverbs and Epigrams of John Haywood, published in 1562. At this time, this expression was invented. A penny was worth much more than it is now. There you go. Well, there's something for you. Hey, learn something new. Well, there's a weird... Yeah, okay. Learn something new. (sighs) Okay. Ready to move on? Ready. Okay, what would you paint on your first day if you were an artist? I love this the idea so much that you have a first day of being an artist. Oh as my if it's goodness, like, I had not thought of it I like have to that. show up to my first day of my job as an artist, <laughs> and I'm going to fill out all my W-2s and <laughs> HR paperwork. Yes. And, and now you got to start your job. You're going to you paint gotta something. Paint. What are you going to paint? Well... Does it count that, like, you start painting as a toddler? No. No, this so is your this first is day. Like, okay. So right now. This is now, your first day as an employed artist. You show up to the warehouse. to my job. Yeah. As a painter. Yes. And I'm going to paint. What would I paint? Yeah. 
Um, I've become very obsessed with like the Facebook videos of people painting. Have you ever, do you scroll Facebook ever? Yeah. Does it ever show you, do you ever get those like popping up in your feed? Like, you know, they'll just show you random videos of different things. Yeah, mine, no, nothing like It does because (laughs) I think I stop and like watch Watch until it's like, she likes that. And so then they just give me more. And they'll be like people who have, okay, this is what I would do. There's like, they put their canvas like flat on the floor. And, and they, they do the holes. drip thing? Yes, and they spin it around. I could watch that all I day. I love it so much. There is something so suspenseful about watching that paint drip yes. and being like, where's it going to go next? It's so predictive. You know where it's going to go next. But yet, yeah. and like you can't look away. spin it. Yeah. And like whether it's perfectly circle or an oval or like. And the colors they add. Yes, and, how and it, like. The whole, the amount of holes they put in their can. Anyway, I love, I think it's so fun. I think it's like, it is like a game. That is fun. Art. I would do that art. Yeah. So it's not me like a scene. It's not like a scene, like a sunset or no. a beach. I would not do uh, like, yeah, no, I don't want to paint. I, although I love happy little trees. And yes, yes. I love watching other people do that. I would not do scenery. Mine would be very abstract. I would want to use very bright colors. Okay. And flick paint. So, okay. yeah, throwing yeah. paint, flicking paint. I yes. like want it to be messy. Big, huge strokes. Yes. It's like dancing with yes. paint in my hands. That's what I want to do. That would be amazing. Who's going to hire us cuz we're ready for our first day. I am it's already so planned. ready. Let's let's do it. Or like when they pour the paint like globs of it they pour yes. it and they take their fire thing and burn it. have you watched them do that no you need to start watching like paint things on your facebook feed it is like they do this cool fire burning of the paint and it like makes it bubble it is cool that's cool it do you know what else cool. i love to sit and watch forever is what? glass blowing yes i am fascinated by that so my dad served an lds mission in finland they are known for their glassware i did not know this fascinating in finland they have so many glass things there it's like a huge country novelty it's very cool we got to go back and visit when i was like 15 or 16 years old and we went to a glassmaker and blew glass you did i did you got to blow glass i blew glass that's so it cool. It was so cool. I want that experience. It was so cool. And I got to bring it home. And they teach you how to like, they tear, you can do the teardrops in like balls of glass and like the color I in want, it. It was so cool. That is very cool. No, like I highly, if you ever get the chance to go to a glass factory and like watch them work and it's so cool, do it. I want to do that. Okay. It's really cool. On my bucket list. And Finland. It's, in my opinion, yeah, and in Finland. I just Finland. need to go to Finland and do it. Yes. And like they, I mean, this isn't about Finland. They have lakes like everywhere there. You literally just yeah. like you're driving down the road. People just pull over. Oh, let's go jump in that lake. And you do. There's and you slides. There'll be a random slide instead of a park. They have. They'll just have a slide there that goes into the water. And you just swim. Like a regular park slide. That's why I say that. It's like a regular park slide, but it goes into the water. And like people just stop off the side there. You just have your suits ready because there's lakes everywhere. That's what you do for That's your break. very cool. So cool. Anyway. Okay. Side note. I want to go there too. Okay. 
My well, turn. good job on your first day. I think you'll be a winner at that job. I think I would do a very good job, too. I think you would, too. Yeah. Thank you. Who needs books when we could be artists? We can do both. Let's do both. And then we take a break and read. Yes. Or have I love a book this job. playing while we paint. We could do both. Oh, my gosh. That's perfect. Life just got really good. Really good. Okay. 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 Which of the teachers would you prefer to have if you were a Hogwarts student? Well, here's going to show my lack of (laughs) Harry Potter trivia. I would love, so I don't know names very well. I've read them all, but I'm not super obsessed. I've never read any of them more than once. I couldn't like list off all of the teacher's names. I know the main teachers. Like Trelawney, the tea reader. I was going to say her. That's the one. Is that her name? Yes. That's who I would love to be in her class. I want to be in her class. Yeah. For her to like in the middle of class like have like a vision like the way that I imagine her like giving her a vision in that weird voice. Yeah. And then like cryptically reading your Your I want you to read my tea leaves. I love this idea. Yeah. Or to look at the stars and be like oh I'm sorry you're gonna die today. Yeah. Ooh. Bad day for you. Right? Right. I would love to be in her class. Me too. No, I would love, love that class. Yeah. Um, what class would you hate? Like, if, is that what you would have um, said or would you would have? I don't want to cut you What would I off. hate? No, no. I'm trying to think. What would I hate? I don't think. I don't know. That's a tough one. I think I would like Snape. Yeah. Particularly because he's honoring. But I think it would be like cooking. So I think I would enjoy trying to like. Hmm. Learn the potions because I don't mind cooking. And yeah, it wouldn't be the idea of it, but I think the feeling I would have with him gives me kind of a creepy, creepy, evil feeling. So maybe like a different teacher, but taking that class I would enjoy. Yeah. And I also like the idea of like going out and like learning about the weird plants or the, yeah, that the games. Like I would like the animals. Yes, I agree. So. I don't. I think I would just enjoy school at Hogwarts. Maybe like just the history of you like history. I, I would love be like, history. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me do something. I want to know all, and I want to know, yeah, all the things. Give me all the things. The history of the castle and who's been there and why and where and the spirits. That would be cool. That would be way cool. Yeah, that would be cool. I just would want to hands on things. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Let me be a student at Hogwarts. I think I'd enjoy it. Let's do it. Again, we can go do that, right? Sure. Right. We can do whatever we want. Let's start our own charter school. Hogwarts And our charter, charter is Hogwarts. Witchcraft school and wizard- wizardry. Witchcraft and wizardry. Yeah. Let's do you it. You know we'd get people sign up. <laughs> you totally would. I bet there are some. Yeah. If you actually And looked. I could totally teach reading lessons through, like- Acting out witchcraft and wizardry activities and stuff. It would be amazing. I could do it. We could do it. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. This is an interesting question. Do animals have the ability to commit suicide? Do they? Like, is there a. (laughs) Like, they know they're. This is a deep question, Jamie. Like, 
they know they're in danger or they're sick or they're... Rather than being caught by the coyote that's chasing me... Yes. Me, as a bunny, or whatever coyotes chase, I am going to run in front of that car. Yeah. I choose death by car. Over death by coyote. Or is it like, I can't find food and I'm starving, or my life is so sad, my family all died. Yeah. I'm all alone. I purposely ran in front of this car. Um, Or I'm going to, I'm going to, Mr. McGregor in the farmer. Yes. I'm just going to get caught because I'm done with this. Yes. I give up. Just take me, McGregor. I don't know that they think that deeply, but I think about my dog and my dog, like, it's a sensitive dog. Yeah. Like, I think it, she My dog has anxiety. Yeah. She gets, when we're not there, she's sad. Mm -hmm. When we're there, she's excited. They act out from being anxious or depressed. There are dogs that are on Prozac. Yeah. Like, we've had... You know, anxiety issues where she'll have accidents when she normally does not. Right, right. But. I don't know if it would go as far as I want to die. I will just run out in front of I'm making a conscious choice to try to die. I don't know. I don't think they have the longevity of thought like that yeah 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 yeah. i think they're more like in the moment right now i'm sad i'm gonna chew up this couch right 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 now i'm happy i'm gonna wag my tail nobody is here like everyone's been gone it's not problem solving no it's just reaction yeah so i think you're right i don't think they can choose it i wonder if there's any like defense mechanism where they just "Ah, i'll just die (laughs) in any animal species like a deer who like randomly turns into traffic. Yeah. After running alongside it. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. That's a very yeah, there you very go. deep question. Okay. Would you rather play in the sand or play in the water at the beach? Hmm. Well. It doesn't say sit on the sand. It just wants me to play. Like so are you interact? gonna like Build a sandcastle or surf the waves. Like body surf, maybe. That's how I imagine. Or splash. I think I would. I I like both. But to answer this, what when I'm on the beach, what do I spend more of my time doing? Playing in the sand. Playing in the sand. I love to build like channels. Yes. And fill them with water and build towers and so bury people fun. in the sand and... Just run my fingers through the sand. It's like total sensory. It is the best feeling. I like, love it. Put my toes in the sand. Yes. And I am just like, there is such a calming release of stress that happens. There is. I don't understand it. And I had the conscious thought this last week because we were at the beach. It was like, I'm sitting on, I had felt anxious about just like watching my kids at the pool. And we were at the swimming pool first, right? Mm-hmm. And like I've got a bunch of kids going all different directions. And one is little and keeping everyone safe. And I don't want anyone to get lost or stolen or all the things right. you worry about. And then we walked down to the beach. And I kind of had to walk down to the beach. And I got there and I sat down and it was like, ah. Uh, like seriously, a physical release of those. Just relaxation. Yes, that. anxious feelings. And it was like, this is a real thing. Like I need 
a room in my house where you where just I can put walk your in and go in the into sand. the sand. It's messy. Uh, yes. But oh my goodness, it feels so good. It does. And it is like immediate. Like, okay, like I am okay. Everything is That's exactly okay. how I feel. It is it like so good. connection. Mm-hmm. There's something with that tactile connection with the sand and the earth and the coolness and the... It felt so good. Mm. So, like, I agree. I love to play all, but I do also love to be in the water. So, it's like, it's, yeah. that's a hard... Like, I... If there's, like, nothing else to do... Like, if we were going later and I needed to shower and get ready... And like, that's kind of a pain in the butt to get it all yeah. out of my hair. The salt water and the sand and everything from playing in the water. Mm-hmm. So, I would choose to stay on the sand. Yeah. But, like, I do have a lot of fun playing in the water and feeling the waves, you know, yes. rock me. I like that feeling, too. I agree. I like oh, it Oh, the ocean. I love it. We live too far. We do. And even though I was in a cold area of the beach, we still went out on the beach. Like, yes. we had bonfires out on the beach. And even though it was cold and we weren't, we did do a polar plunge, so we were in our swimsuits for one hot minute where we got cold and then ran inside. But for the most part, we were bundled up and we had a fire out there and heard the waves crash Ugh, and all that. Just the not sound. the playing in the water that I normally would get. But Oh, hmm. so good. It's so good. It's a good place to be. It really is. I love the ocean. Give me the ocean. Waves or sand, I don't care. Yeah, I take I'll it take all. it too. Preferably warm, but I'll take it on a cold trip too. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, I take it any time of year. Okay. Um, Do you think you would be friends with a clone of yourself? (laughs) Or do you think you'd be annoyed with yourself if you weren't yourself? Oh, that is a hard question. Would you become friends? Would you be annoyed? Would you get each other? Yeah. I. It's kind of like saying, do you like yourself? Yeah. I like myself. Is that braggy? No, I think that's great. I think more people should strive to like who you are. I think I will say this. It's taken me a long time to like myself. I think that's awesome. But I think I'm in a place where like I would be happy spending time in my own company. I think I would. I think it would be the best because you are exactly doing what you would want to be doing, but with somebody else that wants to do exactly what you want to do. Yes. Like, exactly. Oh, and I could say something and, and they understand. Absolutely. Right? Everything I'm thinking and saying. And like, they, they would get know it. not to talk to me right now because I'm reading. Like, yes, it would be all of the perfectness. they would be reading too. And yeah. I would look over and see them reading and I'm like, you I'm go. not going to bug you right now. You keep reading. Look at us read. Hey, we're hungry. Let's stop at the end of this chapter and go get something to read. I mean, something to eat. <laughs> and read. And read. You know, I think it would just be like. <laughs> yeah. The perfect I think it would be great. companion. Yeah. But do you think you'd get annoyed because, I mean, sometimes being friends or being with someone who's different than you pushes you out of your comfort zone that to do things you would true. never do. And although I hate it at the time, I'm usually glad after. Yeah. That I, because I, w- it's something I never would have done. Yeah. I agree. I think it can't, I can't be my only friend. Yes, you need more. I I can't be my only friend, but I would enjoy that friendship, like, sometimes. Yeah. 
Because you have so much in so common. So I agree. Like, I do think there's times where it's nice to have myself. And there are times where it's like, okay, now I need to go over here and be with this person that's so different than me. Because mm-hmm. it's good for me. Yeah. And I enjoyed that too. I actually do like being like having conversations with people that are very different than me, you know, getting to know people who are very different because it, it does. I like seeing that. I like opening myself to different um, ways of thinking, different ways of living. I think it's interesting. So I'm not, it doesn't bother me Yeah. so much. I think it's cool. I want to hear yeah, about it. I agree. So, yeah. So I think I would, but you're, but not all the time. Like, not my only friend. Right. But I'd, I'd be a pretty good friend of myself. I think me so, and, Me and myself get along fairly well. I think so, too. We I like too. each other. Well, I like you, too. Thanks. <laughs> good I question. like you as well. <laughs> That's a silly one. Okay. How would you be able to handcuff a one-armed man? <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm confused by this question. Like, you can't, you handcuff them to a railing. But what if you were, like, taking them somewhere? I wonder if there's protocol on this. Like, their foot? You can't. Because, like, then you're, you'd need a really long chain. If there's only one arm, how do you handcuff them? Because you handcuff for the purpose of them not being combatant. Right. And it keeps, it restricts their arm movement, right? Right. So that they can't, so like, it protects wag or, you or, or get something they're not supposed to have, maybe. So you would almost have to, like, handcuff them to their own belt loop or belt, or you'd have to have some kind of a chain around their waist. Yes. To, to hold their arm down. Hold their arm down to. Or back. That would be hard. Oh, my gosh. I wonder if there is specific well, I want, I'm good. I have a friend who's a police officer. I want to find out if there's protocol for what to do when there's only one arm. It's got to have happened at some point. Absolutely. Right? Yes. Yes. I assume, although I'm sure most <laughs> one-armed people are perfectly wonderful. Absolutely. I'm sure that there are a few who've been in trouble. Uh, yes. I mean, <laughs> statistics. Statistically, there has to be have been one that was arrested. Right. What did they do? And how do they arrest them? And how do they confine them? That's tricky. I. Mm. I can't like see a way in my head that I would hold someone. Okay, I'm going to get back to you on this one. Please do, and tell you if there's protocol or, I want to or know. what they would do. If there's not protocol, what would the go-to thing be? Okay, I'm going to find out. I'll get back with you. Okay, I have one more. Okay. Um, Okay, and this one is hilarious to me because of the season we're in. What was the worst song that was ever composed? Oh my gosh, I was going to ask this. You know this. Do you know what I'm thinking in my head? I don't know what you're thinking in your head. Because it's awful and it plays all the time this time of year. Okay, there's a couple, actually, if we're talking Christmas songs. <laughs> yeah, I, There's Simply I'm, Having a Wonderful Christmas. I don't like that one. Okay. But also, the Christmas Shoes. That's it! You got it! I hate that song. It's Why awful. Right? Like, who is the store shop owner? This is... Who and were doesn't... there other patrons that were like this boy? I will buy you shoes for your mother. 
Like, what happened to this boy that he's surrounded by such awful people? And who thought, I'm going to write this song that's horribly sad. Seriously. And make it a Christmas song. No, it's This awful. is awful. It's just all around awful. And I, so this weekend I was listening to, I don't even remember where I saw her or what it was, but it was a competition, a family competition of you were out if you heard the song. And so they were saying, my daughter ran upstairs and then she just started screaming and was like, I'm out because they heard the song. So they were seeing who could go the longest into the season without Without. hearing that song. Anyway, I thought that was a hilarious game to play. It is the worst. Like, what is that? Is that inspiring you to what exactly? Yeah. Like, feel really guilty that you're not buying a sick mom's shoes for their kid. like I don't understand what that produces in you. It's not right. the Christmas spirit. I Does this never make anybody cry? Does spirit. this song make anyone cry? It makes me think that there's that this poor boy lives in an awful place. Oh, yeah, where no one will help him. And it, I don't think that's really an example of our world. No, there's lots of people who want to do good. Right. If there was someone who knew the situation, they would have shoes. They would be getting some shoes for this lady, for this boy. So that he could give to his mom. His mom. So that she had dying shoes. It's an awful song. Because she's dying. And so he's giving her shoes so she can die pretty. And then I think you're going to spend money on shoes that just go on the ground. I know. That's the other thing. Like, Like, so she's like dying pretty. I was also listening to a podcast recently where they talked about you didn't used to bury people like in the olden days, in clothing, because clothing was so scarce. It was useful to somebody else. So you didn't put shoes and clothing on them, because it just went into the pot of keeping other people clothed. It would be a waste of resources to bury someone in clothes. That was for the wealthy. So, and I'm not saying you shouldn't, (laughs) but at the same time, if you don't have a lot... Maybe don't spend your money on new shoes. Yeah, get, just get some of Mama's old shoes. She'll be fine. She doesn't know. You can just give her a hug. Ugh, like, moms love yeah. hugs, actually. You Yeah. Spend your last minutes with your mom, not out buying her shoes. Sing, Sing her a song. <laughs> Absolutely. I come up with a lot of this things. This is awful. Write her a poem. Yeah. Draw her a picture. Just don't be out by yourself Hold buying shoes. Hand. Why are you a little kid out buying shoes by yourself? You're hurting her feelings. Yeah. By leaving it's her dangerous. and making her feel like yeah. you feel the need to do something you don't yeah. need to do. I not also just song. want to wrap back around to, I'm not a huge fan of Christmas music, period. What? I know. What is wrong with you? I know people who want to start listening to it in October and listen to it all season. I appreciate a little bit of Christmas music, but I... Need to just start listening to it like a week before. Okay. So because it's, there's only so many. It's the same stuff year after year. Yes, I do feel we need it, new Christmas music. Yes. So just give me the week of, a couple days before, all of my faves. Put them on one playlist. Yes. Because there are some that I like, but I don't want to hear it over and over and over and over Into again. Into the ground. Yeah. I, I like Christmas music and I like hearing the songs. I do feel like... For whatever reason, our stations that play Christmas music, you know, we have two now. We used to have just one. Now we have two stations that are playing it 24 hours. I don't even know that because I don't 
Yeah. We I don't listen partake. to the radio occasionally. And I will say, like, they seem to have their top five favorite songs. Like, we're mm-hmm. not talking, like, and they just play, like, these same over, versions over. of the same songs over and over. Yeah. And I'm like, these aren't even great. Like, no. there's better ones out there. Why do you keep picking these? Exactly. Or maybe I just have really awful luck, which is possibility. Yeah. Like, I'm turning on the radio at the wrong time. But I agree I tell that, you. like, sometimes it's a little much. I just want the good stuff. But I love stuff. Christmas music. Give me the good stuff. And, and let's come get out rid of all the crap. Yes. Like, I feel like for a while we're, we were getting new CDs from people. We're just singing the same old classics year after year. What's your favorite Christmas song? Like, the one that if it comes on, you're going to listen to it all the way through every time. Mariah Carey. <laughs> the one that's like, all I want Yes, that's the I'm one. Not, I, I, guess, I love it. I love it the first few times. Well, and it's fun to sing along with. So blast yes. the radio. I actually along. was humming it yesterday. Also, I don't know if anyone of our listeners know this, but we have a local songwriter named um, name. I don't remember his name, but he wrote something called the Forgotten Carols. Have you ever heard of the Forgotten Carols? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. it's local. Yeah. It's all over Utah. All over Utah. I, it's a big thing. When I was in college, you know, he travels around locally and like puts on this show yeah. at Christmas. It's like a play about Christmas and What's finding his name? the Christmas. Why can't spirit. I think of it? I think it's like Michael McLean. Michael McLean. Okay. I just don't want to be wrong about that. Yeah. But I think it is. Anyway, so when I was in college, he came, I went to Utah State, came to Utah State and put it on. I got to be in the backup choir of Whoa. this show. And I had never seen it before I was in it. Uh-huh. And so it was new to me as a choir member. So I'd like learned this music, but ne- had never seen it and then got to be a part of it. And because of that, it's like, you know, when you're a part it's of something. It's nostalgic to you. Yes. Like, I and was there. And there is a song that is so inspiring that I get all the feels like every time I hear it. But you can't find it on Spotify. Like you have to have the, the CD. CD. I'm like, I'll buy it. I'll buy it on Amazon Music. So that you can just have it yeah, without having to have the physical CD. No, you have to listen to the CD. Is that crazy? That's crazy. Come on. I know. Get us an MP3 of this. So luckily I have the CD, but I have to go pull it out. And I do. And we so will you listen. Can listen to that. Because I do love the Forgotten Carols. I think they're beautiful. And it's different. It's not something you're hearing on the radio all the time. Yeah. I can't say that I have a deep love. I mean, it's, it's, it's fine. Good, fine. <laughs> I just like the I love the idea behind it, right? Because it's the story is like all the people behind the scenes. Like the innkeeper has a song, and mm-hmm. um, Joseph has a song, and like a woman that like helped Mary when Jesus was a baby. Like Mary, let me hold her baby, and she couldn't have children, mm-hmm. but she got to take care of Jesus. Like I love that idea. Anyway, okay. so like this, the little people that you the never little, hear yeah. about. Their, their time in the spotlight. Or the angels that sang f- for uh, the coming of Christ's birth. Like the angels that like sang for him. And like there's a little angel who could didn't have a good singing voice, but he wanted to sing. Oh, this sing. isn't even sounding familiar. That's how long it's oh, been. Oh, you so need to go. And so this little angel wanted to sing the coming of, be a part of that choir that sang and announced the coming of his birth. Yeah. And he didn't make the choir because he didn't have a good voice. But he turns out to be he comes later in the world and he's Mozart. What? I know. So he had the music in him. He just couldn't. He just had to wait his time. Yeah. Anyway, it's so good. Interesting. It's such a great little story. 
My favorite Christmas song? Yes. Um, The Little Drummer Boy. No, it is not The Little Drummer Boy. It is the worst song. Are you kidding me? No! The Little Drummer Boy. I love The Little Drummer Boy. No. That makes me sad. Are you serious? You don't like I it? Do How can not you not like, like it? it? It's just very repetitive. I get bored <laughs> with The Little Drummer I'm Boy. I'm shocked. <laughs> like... Out of all the Christmas songs out there, you don't like the one that I like, and I like so few. I'm glad that you like it, and you have one that you like. That just goes to show. There's a song the for everyone. Boy. Someone said to me, I saw a meme, actually, just recently on Instagram, that said, I finally understand the song Little Drummer Boy. It was I, I'm totally butchering it, but it was like, I, I used to, I never understood why a parent would send their child out in the night to play their drum until my child brought home a recorder. (laughs) And now I understand. And I was like, yes, okay, that's my feelings about Little Drummer Boy. I read read a meme once that was like, can you imagine that Mary just wanted to scream at the Little Drummer Boy to shut up already? (laughs) I'm drumming my baby. I'm trying to get my baby to sleep. (laughs) I just love that. I love the Little Drummer Boy. I love that you love it. That's awesome. That was good. Thanks for listening. Yeah. We would love to hear from you. Um, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. You can email us at this is your book club podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Love to hear from you. Please rate, subscribe, share with friends. Please. The season of sharing, giving, loving. Absolutely. Thank you to Amphibious Soup for our music. And we'll see you next time. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jamie. And, and this, this is, is your book club. Your book club.